How do we finally get a tight game in the conference finals? Why do the Warriors start playing like the Rockets? Who is going to win this series? The only question left is, say it with me, you win. Hey sports fans, Coach Nick here and welcome to the B-Ball Breakdown live post-game show slash podcast slash uh, I don't know. I don't know what this session is going to be, Dave. A uh, lot to unpack here after game four of the Warriors versus the Rockets uh, in Oakland. It's now 2-2. Um, I don't know. Does the league... The, if this was 3-1 and then the, the series is over in five or whatever, right? So the league can't afford to have a five-game series anyway. Um, does that? Do you think that there was anything that crossed your, crossed your mind during the game about that possibility? No. Okay. Uh, I never. Uh, I never. I never go for the conspiracy theory uh, on That's this true. stuff. Yeah, you are consistently uh, that way. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think uh, it. It was an interesting game. Let's put it that way. The, the Warriors got their third quarter run. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steph Curry did Steph Curry things again during the third quarter, and then the fourth happened, and for some reason. The Warriors go away from initiating their offense with Steph Curry, and it just makes absolutely no sense. Uh, Kevin Durant uh, looking off Curry and and Clay, and just you know, there there's something to this. Uh, I, I get that they want to get him going, but they're still going too much ISO for Kevin Durant. They're giving the switch on to Chris Paul, and you know it, it just disrupts the rest of the offense. And so they're playing right into Houston's hands. That slower pace works for Houston. Well, okay, maybe, because I, I was actually impressed by how well they consistently forced Chris Paul to guard KD. And it wasn't just like pick and roll. They were running off-ball screens that would get him in low post and stuff. So those were great actions, and, and that was good for their offense, especially when KD was cutting across the lane with CP3 on him. So I liked all of that, but I don't think we saw that at all in the fourth quarter. No, we didn't. And and But again, we, we did see disjointed offense. We did see... Uh, not running the offense through Steph Curry. I mean, their their fourth quarter stats um, were pitiful, and I had them in front of me, and I lost it. Uh, they were – I don't have the quarterback well, quarter anymore. They scored um, 12, 12 points in the quarter. 12 points in the quarter. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, you know, it, it was uh, it was not great. Uh, Steph, Steph uh, let's, let's give credit where credit is due. Chris Paul, 10 out of 20 tonight, 5 of 9 from 3. He was huge, 20 points. Uh, or 27 points. And then James Harden had one of the best quarters of anyone in the playoffs in the second quarter of this game. Mm-hmm. Not just offensively, but he was actually making plays defensively. He had those back-to-back steals on on Durant, uh, finished the, uh, the half with a block on Curry. I mean, Curry probably wasn't going to hit the shot, but still, like that's the sort of stuff that's been missing from James Harden that you and I had sort of seen flashes of during right. the season. But however, um, he, wait, really quickly, he he balanced out the terrible defense he had on Steph Curry a couple times with those two steals, almost like someone said, hey, what are you doing out here? Because I right. caught him twice in that same quarter. You know, it was like, for first, he couldn't be bothered with the second effort, and then he couldn't be bothered with the first effort. Um, but yeah, I acknowledge that as well, that he, those steals and that energy uh, were really big. And in that quarter, they outscored the Rockets, or the Warriors, 34 to 18. Um, so, well, yeah, let yeah. me put this in perspective, okay? okay? So in 42 minutes, Chris Paul was plus five. In 43 minutes, James Harden was minus five. Yeah. 
He was a t- he was so, James Harden was ineffective in the fourth quarter. He was not good. Uh, Gerald Green was plus fourteen in twelve minutes, and he wasn't good. He wasn't, but <laughs> so I, I know, don't know. It's 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 just interesting to see. Clint Capella has been played off the court uh, exactly the way that I expected. Um, I didn't think he was going to make it as far as he did uh, in this series, but um, yeah, I mean, I guess I you know I was wrong again. I really didn't think Houston had it in them, uh, especially you know in the middle of the third when when the Warriors were going on that run. I was starting to make plans for. You know, what, what am I going to do this weekend when, when there's no games? Uh, and now I got to figure out, you know, I got to rejigger those plans a little bit and, and figure figure myself out. But, uh, yeah, uh, you got to give credit to the Rockets. This is not all just about the Warriors making mistakes. Um, the Rockets, you know, P.J. Tucker tonight had 16 rebounds. It was incredible. In the fourth quarter, it felt like they had every offensive rebound they could grab. And the Warriors were not putting a body on them, and they were taking advantage. Uh, Clay fell asleep a couple times a night. Ariza had that nice back door. Um, yeah, well, you know, no, it was it was a weird game. Yeah, and that one they screwed up more rotations tonight than they have in three games before. Because uh, that Clay one, Clay just decided to switch onto Curry's man. Curry was right there. There's no even need to to discuss that. And that's what let Ariza get right to the rim. Uh, and we saw that a few times. That was very uncharacteristic. Now, I think the biggest story of the series right now is Clay Thompson. He's been terrible. And they've been getting by on their good looks. And, you know, they even had a chance in this game. But um, did he hurt his knee? He certainly looked gimpy for a while there. But um, he's looked just terrible even aside from that. Yeah, he's been a little bit out of it, especially defensively, which is not not normally what, he, what he's like. And so I don't know what's going on there. Um, yeah. I am a little worried about the knee. He did look a little gimpy. Uh, I guess Capella, was it Capella landed on his ankle when, when he had an awkward fall? Yeah, we, um, they even show that the replay they showed you couldn't see the bottom part of his body, so we don't know because he grabbed his knee. So right. I imagine that he twisted that on the way as he landed, but it was hard to see. Um, but he looked fine, like later on, it felt like. Um, but he's just out of it. You're right. He the, even the expression on his face, he just looks like he's he's just not um, all there. I don't know. I don't know what's going on or what, what's up with that with him, and who knows if it's off the court or something. But uh, they, I mean, obviously they need him, right? They need him more than everyone thinks. Um, but well, this, this yeah. was, and and then this was uh, Kavon Looney's worst game to me. Uh, he had five fouls in 26 minutes. He was only minus one. Um, Jordan Bell was plus one. So okay. if you want to just look at it from that standpoint, but Jordan Bell was out there actually making plays. Uh, I still don't like when he gets caught on Harden because he's way too handsy and they're going to call that for Harden, especially with a rookie guarding him. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I, I'm not... I wouldn't be shocked if, if they go ahead and roll Bell out there to start game five. I mean, if Iguodala is still going to be out, that might be a you know, that might be something that Kerr looks at. I mean, it, he's already kind of shuffled the rotation a little bit, getting West out and putting Bell in. So wouldn't really be that big of a difference. Absolutely, without question. And I thought Bell was a revelation. Like, I thought he was – there was really – we mentioned it in the last game that there was something caught my eye. And in this game, for sure, uh, he was out there making plays. He got some. He got a tip in that was really nice. He was playing good defense. He's so long, and he's got such good quick twitch muscles. Uh, I mean, I know CP3 got him. I think uh, Harden got him a couple times. But overall, there's no question yeah, that he was better. Looney just kind of felt like he was off balance a lot of the night. And there was that one uh, – there was a play where he kept he had a closeout twice and he got a foul on him and he was just like tripping over his own feet. So I don't know if the moment overcame him or if he was hurt because he landed on his hip awkwardly once. So 
who knows what's going on with that with his surgically repaired hip. Uh, but yeah, Kerr, th- this is interesting. Uh, you know, this is the first game we've had all series long for either series. And I, I don't know. I'm not used to it now. I don't know what to make of these things. Um, uh, here's the biggest mistake of the game. First of all, the Draymond dunk that he missed, that looms pretty damn large, right? That it does. Know, well, so does the, the clay, the, the made clay three on the hardened flop right before Curry goes off for like 11 straight. Yeah, okay. I mean, so, yeah, but he yeah, still I has mean, to hit that long shot. This right. was a dunk, and he just, I don't know what he did to miss that one besides just getting rejected by the rim. And then the last, the other thing that was really confounding to me was that, um, okay, you come down with, you know, 12 seconds to go, and you're down by three, no timeout, I get it. No, down by two, right? And, there, and there's no timeout. Yes, down by two. And so um, you try. They had a timeout. And they had a I'm sorry. They don't take it. They don't call a timeout. So they come down. Right. They, they get nothing. It's at space. And by the way, spacing was a real issue to, tonight, especially in the fourth quarter. I don't know what was going on with the Warriors offense either there. Their spacing was all clogged. And so the same thing happens again. Clay gets the ball on the left side with, I don't know, six seconds to go. Call timeout. Set it up. Yeah. Do one of those great yeah, plays they nothing. run. Nothing. Now, it was on the other side of the floor, so Kerr couldn't be near with the call-up, but you got to get somebody like Curry or anybody out there to be awake and call the timeout. That's like, that cost them game as much as anything else. Yeah, absolutely. I think not calling the timeout was a huge mistake. Um, and, you know, like you said, the, the all night long, the spacing was weird. Yeah. It, it did not, this was not Golden State Warriors offense, like, at all. Um, even, even during that third where they went off, that was just, Kind of just Steph Curry going off again. Yeah. Uh, in spite of everyone else. You know, um, yeah. Looney was in his way half the night. Yeah. Um, you know, even Bell was, was to a certain extent, like Bell not screening down for Curry. You know, they had a turnover there where I think uh, Clay expected the down screen and Curry coming off. Yeah. Said Bell goes for the ball. And so, you know, and that takes, that just takes reps. And you would think that they would have prepared for this by by running Bell out there some during, you know, the first two rounds of the playoffs, but no. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's, uh, you know, a, it was a rough game for them. And, and I expect they'll come out in game five and have those problems solved. But at the same time, you know, Houston now has quite a bit of confidence, I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, to win a game in Oracle is huge. Now, here's the other thing, um, you know, coming out of that first quarter where they had a 12 nothing lead and they were, you know, it, it looked over early. Uh, you got to give it credit that the Rockets just kept at it. And again, they're not they're doubling, tripling, quadrupling down on the ISOs by Harden, which, you know, he, he wasn't getting calls going to the basket, which was a big fear of a lot of people in the regular season. What's going to happen in the playoffs when they don't call? They still call calls, especially on the road. Um, and and yet, like they they still were able to persevere and hit enough of those tough shots. And so it's almost like you got to just tip your cap at some point. They they were able to keep it close until the halftime. Um, so you got to give them just a ton of credit for just being uh, just much more focused and much more mentally tough than the Warriors were tonight. Yeah, they. I mean, again, man, they were fantastic. And and uh, Chris Paul down the stretch was just amazing. He hit a huge three to really stall the uh, the yeah. Warriors run. Huge. And, you know, and, and then he had that amazing pass to Ariza and then Ariza hits a, you know, a nice little sidestep and, uh, and hits, knocks down a three. Um, you know, it, it, this was, I don't know, this was kind of the series you and I had envisioned all season long, you know, um, the Rockets being able to withstand these, these knockout blows and then, you know, deliver some of their own. And, and I just, I don't know, man, I lost my confidence along the way in the Rockets or maybe my confidence in the Warriors sort of 
you know, uh, peaked. Let's say yeah. that. And, okay. and uh, but man, uh, if I mean, if Houston wins Game Five, they they definitely could pull this out. I, I think Game Five, like we said, with in the East, Game Five, the winner of Game Five probably wins this series at this point. Um, yeah, Game Five. You know, it's funny. This was like in my mind, the Celtics could win the Game Five and still lose the series. But in this series, I feel like yeah, you're right. The game five could probably will end up you know being the winner. Um, yeah, it, it's it's an interesting thing. Now, the one thing I would even suggest for the Rockets is when they're screening. Or, or, I'm sorry, with um, uh, yeah, for their defense is when they screen um, with Looney uh, for Steph because like. And by the way, two things that the Warriors did really well were they they consistently got CP3 onto KD and they consistently got Harden onto Steph, and that was working for them in the same way that the Rockets are doing it. Uh, but if Looney's going to screen for um, Steph Curry, th- why are they not just doubling him? Just blast it. Force him to throw the ball to, to, to Looney. Uh, that's going to be a nightmare for the Warriors offense. Absolutely. You know. it, it, I, I'm right there with you. I, I thought the same thing with Jordan Bell. Right? It, it, if they're sending those guys out to screen to get the switch, that's what you want to do. Go ahead and double Steph and make put, put Looney and Bell in the role of decision maker. Yeah. Let's see what happens. And, yeah. you know, uh, it's funny, like I, I made a joke about this on Twitter earlier. Have the Warriors killed the switch? Uh, their defense, they, they've held up through these Steph switches mostly. I mean, they're giving up some points, but it's it's not the sieve that, that people imagine it is. Uh, they're forcing the Rockets to hit a lot of tough shots and, yeah. and move the ball. But uh, this could be the next way that we see the switch go away is when you get this situation where there's a, a vastly inferior offensive player who's doing the screen setting yeah. to create the mismatch, and you get that double, right? and you force that guy into making decisions. And as we saw, when Looney gets the ball on offense, I mean, he just doesn't really know what to do with it. Jordan Bell can't put it on the floor yet. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I'm right there with you. I think yeah. game five, we'll actually see that. And that's why we saw Harden guarding Looney, as far as I can remember now, my line's eye, and that's because he was ready to be switching there. But, again... All he got to do, I'm telling you, because Curry isn't six eight. He that he'll give the ball up. Um, and by the way, what they'll have to be forced to go to then is screening Steph with KD. Did that happen tonight? I think it happened once. Okay, because yeah. what's up with that? Why aren't they yeah. doing that? Any kind of combination of that is crazy. I'm not even sure I saw Draymond. Uh, see, Draymond's the guy. You remember he was so great with the short rolls, and uh, I don't right. see that either. So. Um, again, a, a couple a day off to go through this. I could kind of clean that up and stuff, sure. but um, you know. And again, I don't, again, I don't know what you're going to do if I'm Ron Adams and I'm quarterbacking this defense. It's like so many of those threes were just tough shots. You got to just tip your cap, uh, and they made them. And that might Absolutely. end up that might win the series for them. They might have just sort of hung their hat on that, and that's what they knew that was going to happen. Um, and that's you know, I, I don't know if I agree with it honestly. I really think that they could still generate better shots with better movement, but um, you know, th- this is what they're committed to, and this is this is the battle we've we've been talking about for a while. Let's get some questions. What do you say? Sure. Uncle Drew added one uh, a little bit ago. How come Houston doesn't uh, doesn't do much action action outside of pick and roll with so many shooters? And I think I think that's the, the D'Antoni said that they want to simplify it and break it down to the real basic offense here. You know, pick and roll, force them to collapse, kick it out, and that's that's yep. what they do. Absolutely, and it's and it's been successful even in this series. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, let's see here. Anybody else? Any other questions while we're going down here? This is the hard part about doing this live. Uh, Dave DeFore is going to have to eat crow. I'm giddy because I think you said it was five a five-game series, right? Yeah. I, I mean, listen, guys. I mean, if you try to predict these series, you're going to be wrong 
way more often than you're right. Right. Uh, maybe not. No, no, no. I, I bet you even if you just choose the whoever is like favored, you're going to win it 80% of the time, right? Oh, sure. Yeah. And I chose who was favored. I, I really just thought that the Warriors were that much better. I still, you know, in a vacuum, I still think they're that much better. They just, you know, they've, they've played like boneheads a couple times, like tonight, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, well, it, yeah. One more thing, you know, that we didn't talk about. Steph Curry picking up his third foul early in the second and then sitting. Yeah. Basically the entire quarter. It was a huge mistake. Huge mistake. Right. Because Steph Curry, I mean, let's just really quickly check. He probably finished with four fouls, right? Let's see here. Uh, th- you no, know, he didn't get one more foul after that. So, uh, there we go. Yeah. And that was that was crucial. I tweeted that out because, you know, remember that it was a 34 to 18 yeah. advantage for the, for the Rockets. And there was, yeah, at least, and they threw him in there, I think, for the last possession and like expected him to be warm and ready to go. I believe is my memory of it. But uh, there's no question that, yeah, there was a stretch there for about five minutes where, they just needed him. Now you wouldn't think they would need him necessarily because they've got everybody else. But uh, especially with Clay being so out of it and just, just I don't know, man. Whatever his issue is, um, they they need him. That said, Clay could all of a sudden go off, and that's it. Like if they if he could solve that for two games, the series could be over as well. Um, but as it is now, there and the question really for me is like, is it really the defense? Is that what they're doing, or is it just Clay, you know, being weird? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Iggy's presence on the defensive end was sorely missed, according to Paul Lamb, 15. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think you take the starter out of a, of a lineup that you've had him starting for a while. That's going to just mess everything up in the rotations. And I can't believe I'm actually citing – I think Chris Weber said that, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, good, good for Chris Weber. He was right on that one. Um, so that's another one. And, and it was a weird game. And, you know, even though it was close, it was like wild. It was sort of a microcosm of the series with wild swings. You know, I guess we're never going to have that anymore, right? With two teams just slugging it out, going back and forth, tight game, right? It's just going to, maybe that's the future too. It's just going to be a, one run by team here and then another one by team here. And then maybe down the stretch, we'll get something. That's what we got tonight. I mean, you know, KD hitting that fadeaway 20 footer. See, this is, this yeah. is another, that's another one that, that stood out to me, another possession. It was like, well, we got the switch that we wanted. We got Chris Paul guarding KD, but KD's going to take a fadeaway 20 footer. Like, I mean, he made it, but not yeah. a good shot. Yeah, and then Chris Paul came down and hit that shot you talked about right in, right, in, yep. right back. Um, so that and that's good. I like that. I mean, you know, but again, it's not it's not team offense. It's not running stuff. And I don't know. I like yeah. it when five guys come together like fingers on a hand and create something together. That's uh, right. You know, I mean, you know, at least for most of the game we can get that, but we're not going to have that. I guess it's not. Gonna, it's not in the cards. If you're wondering why I didn't do a breakdown of Game 4, the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Boston Celtics, I was on a court doing a film shoot for a really cool stuff I'm doing. I'm going to start selling some on-court demo videos. And I had to shoot some stuff for it, so stay tuned for that. Um, and my daughter got me sick and didn't tell me she wasn't feeling well as I was eating food off of her plate when she was done. So I'm not feeling great. I'm not going to probably stay up late tonight to try and get it done. So if you think that I'm doing it because I don't like LeBron and I'm just icing him out and not doing a thing on his great game, uh, I have the clips. I kind of started getting it ready. Maybe in the morning, I'll just try and sneak it out there before the breakdown of this game. But uh, we'll see. Is that fair? Yeah, it sounds fair to me. <laughs> Any other questions that you can see while we're going here in the uh, comments? Give us some questions, guys. <laughs> hey, guys. Who do the Warriors have on their team again? They must not have like four All-Stars, right? Uh, here's Ben Luxon asking a rhetorical question. Um, yeah, but listen, the Rockets have two. <laughs> so they got their own. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand the uh, the point there. Yeah. Anyway, 
Yeah. Um, yeah, but you're getting a lot of crap, man, for uh, in the comments here. For, for yeah, your it, it, I am completely unbothered. It's fine with me. Yeah, here's the thing. Um, if there is not a single person that watches NBA basketball that thinks Houston is a better team than Golden State. Golden, we, we've all argued that Golden State is probably the best team ever. And as a matter of fact, if Golden State had won tonight, the same people that are giving me crap about calling the sweep or five-game series mm-hmm. would have would have been complaining that, that KD is a snake and that uh, Golden State broke basketball. So I'm not, I'm not really too bothered. Okay. Uh, another great point <laughs> that was made um, from, let's see here. Uh, oh boy, where did they go? Basically, uh, Clay is going to have a hard time getting any kind of rhythm and shoot well because Curry and KD are kind of going one on one a lot. Uh, that is true. I definitely felt like at some point they, what they needed to do is get some floppy action or something for him to get going, and they're not doing that. Like if you're, that should be your job. Maybe as the point guard, okay, let's get Clay going. Let's try and find him. Uh, in fact, and I even called that there was one where Draymond got an awesome rebound on the far side. And Clay cut to the corner right behind him, and instead he just oh that's when they're down by three. He fires a cross court pass to Curry, who just burps up a bad shot that's contested when he totally missed that Clay was wide open in that other corner, and he had been hitting those. So um, yeah, there's something going on there with, uh, with 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 Clay that they're. And I, but what do you think about that point? I think it's a good one. Uh, which one was that? I was so reading, that was, the, and that was Og B Ball saying that with that with KD and Curry taking turns going one on one so much, oh, yes. it kind of like hurts Clay. Yeah, it does. Again, man, he's just out of the flow. And then here's the other thing is that this is where the Rockets switching is is kind of disrupting Golden State's offense quite a bit. They're even switching pin downs. Like they're switching a lot of stuff off the ball. So it's it's killing some of the bread and butter clay shots, you know, the little flare screens and the pin downs and things that he he typically gets those quick looks for. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Clay definitely looks out of it. And a lot of that is because of how Houston's guarding him. Right. Now, I, I, by the way, someone commented about that last time out that Kerr did not take uh, MK, MK V Singh says, Kerr never takes that time out and it usually works. Right. But they had time after that it didn't work to call the timeout. So they come down, see if they get it, whatever, great, don't let the defense set up. But then you got to call it after when Clay had right. it, just kind of, you know, just, just screwed around. Um, I actually so. think he should have called it when, when KD had the ball and sort of uh, stumbled a little bit. I would have just called it then with 10 yeah. seconds left. Now, we know someone that would have called it there, right? We well, do. I guess any coach, but, you know, certainly we saw Brad Stevens just do that. Brad Stevens. Yeah, yeah, he just okay. did it with Marcus right. Morris. Uh, in fact, it was the same play. Like, he, and although in, in, uh, you, I guess you trust, you can trust Clay a little bit more, but he didn't trust Marcus Morris to ISO for whatever. So, bam, call a timeout. I don't remember what happened on that one, but at least did they score on that one? Do you remember? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. But anyway, uh, so yeah, it's and he was just you know now it could have very well been that Curtis got stuck on the other side of the floor. It was loud, and he just wasn't going to be able to make that timeout call. Um, and that's too bad. But that's when you got to have some leadership on on the on the, on the court. So um, let's see here. Would you say Harden slam over Green is the best dunk of the playoffs so far? Good question. By, geez, I'm not sure I can pronounce that. But nonetheless, what do you think? Uh, probably. It was it was pretty it was pretty nice, especially since it was like you know he got the and one as well. Like, yeah. I, I mean, good. I, I kind of like the Livingston dunk too on Capella. That was not bad. It was I mean, okay, but it wasn't as impactful as the Harden one. Right. Yeah. No, that was that was nasty. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to think of any other dunks. Yeah, we haven't seen a lot of like dunks on people. I feel like they're all getting out of the way these days. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I I do think it was Harden. It's the best one. Yeah, 
And so it's weird because the question now is when you watch the Warriors sort of play a lot like the Rockets and do this ISO stuff, it's, is it osmosis? Is the kind of thing where, you know, um, you know, just by virtue of the Rockets doing it, they're going to start doing it. Uh, you know what I mean? Like peer pressure. I don't know. Is, is that weird? Mm, no, I don't think so. Okay. You know, I mean, I guess, I guess it could be natural. Like, okay. But, oh, I know. And it also could be like they're competitive, right? Oh, I'm, it's my turn. I'm going to go. I just saw James Harden right. do something. I'm going to do that too. Uh, you know, especially when you have uh, Harden going up against uh, KD uh, for the most part uh, when they don't get the switch. So, um, anyhow, what else can we talk about? Uh, I don't know. We're gonna, we could preview game five for tomorrow a little bit. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like I mentioned before, I'm not so sure. Like, if Boston wins game five, I still don't know if they're going to win the series. <laughs> That's how bad I feel about them right now. Yeah, uh, I think they're. I think that they still might drop game five. Again, uh, I, I just don't know if they've got the horses to run when, when the Cavs are playing the way they are. I don't know if, if Boston can keep up. This is where you really are seeing how much they miss. Uh, you're missing Kyrie and you're missing uh, Gordon Hayward. Oh, hey, by the way, somebody's giving me a hard time because uh, I don't have anything on the walls. I just moved and I'm actually in my laundry room for the people watching on Periscope. So um, that's why there's nothing on the wall. Yeah. Well, y- yeah. you'll get there. Yeah, um, yeah, it'll be soon. Yeah. By the way, well, one thing really quickly we didn't mention is the, is the free throw disparity. Um, and I don't, you know, I mean, that, that's sort of what I was alluding to in the beginning of the show about whether or not, like, the league just simply needs a mandated six or seven game series out of this. Um, but did it feel like that was, there was anything missing for you as far as, I guess, more free throws for the Warriors? Um, I mean, the, the Warriors weren't attacking the basket with the same sort of fervor that Houston was. So I didn't think it was that crazy. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it was weird. There were some weird, strange calls all around, but they were letting them play pretty physical, I thought, on both ends, uh, going to the basket. So I'll have to look at it again to really study to see if anything stood out. But nothing right now in the immediate reaction was like that bad. But, you know, it is a thing when you see a team get 27 free throws compared to 14. Um, but that wasn't what cost the Warriors the game without question anyway. So No, absolutely not. Yeah. So anyway, back to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, you know, now everyone played really poorly in that game, I think across the board, except for LeBron. And that's when you know you have a chance to win that series no matter what. So, um, yeah. So you, do you think that LeBron's just going to detonate again in game five in the beginning and just go off? Yeah, I think he's going to push. Um, try to try to give him a, a little bit of a buffer just in case these guys stop hitting shots. But... Yeah. You know, I mean, if Corver if Corver is going to play the way he has the last few games, it's going to be hard for Boston to win. Yeah, Shooterville has actually an interesting question: Would the Cavs have been better off not making that trade with the Lakers, which brought them Clarkson and um, Nance, and that was for Isaiah? So the question, yes, is now Isaiah in LA was a lot better than Isaiah in Cleveland. So yeah. you know, not like the same Isaiah, but better. Um, what do you think? But he about still that? Wound, he still wound up, you know, going out because of the hip you know oh, like did? i he, can't remember now yeah so no i don't know i i think that i think this this is the right move right and by the way isaiah wasn't uh, doing himself any favors in the locker room so right um you know that might have still been an issue no matter what so uh yeah i think they did okay with that uh you know the, the experiment was taken it was gone um let's see here any other questions is bam Adebayo going to have a, a bright future um i, I think he, he could follow in the same progression as a guy like um clint capella right yeah, we'll see. I mean, he's got he's a little bit better with the ball in his hands, and uh, I mean, he might actually be able to shoot. So, 
He could yeah. he could be a guy. I don't know. I mean, I was watching him work out a little bit, and yeah, the the, the jump shot form is 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 getting there. But again, for me, I'm watching it with like standstill, just take all the time you want in the world, and that's interesting. So I'm not so sure. Uh, and remember, Capella couldn't do anything in the beginning, and then developed into where he is now, which he can handle the ball a little bit. He can't. We don't ever see him shoot, but um, yeah, I, I I'm interested. I guess it's also going to depend on where he goes. That's true. You know. Uh, does the East have a chance against the Rockets? Well, okay, well, or the Warriors. We'll add that in there. H. Contrell, 10 asks. Yeah, so yeah, does Cleveland or Boston have any chance against these two teams? Um, I think probably not. Yeah, I still, yeah, just based on the fact that what we've seen for the whole Cleveland Cavaliers uh, resume against the Pacers and the, the Celtics, it just doesn't feel like they're going to have a chance against either of these teams. Um, the Celtics, you know, they'll play better defense than the Cleveland Cavaliers would. Um, but I think that they get shut down sure. offensively, right? Yeah, they wouldn't be able to score. Yeah, so that would be a problem. But it would be interesting. Uh, well, well, we're going to find out soon enough. Does a 2-3 zone work in the NBA? Quantum Cloud 1 asks. Guys shoot too well. Can't do it. Um, yeah, you can do zone-ish stuff. And, and basically, most teams are playing a zone kind of anyway right All now. All switching and whatnot. Yeah, yeah it's like a matchup yeah. zone. And you'll see guys, like, you know, do the two and a half seconds in the lane before they dance out. So they're, they're you know, in that sort of mode anyway. Um, but, yeah, no, a regular 2-3 zone. First of all, the center couldn't be there for more than three seconds at a time. Uh, especially if I was an offense going against it. Yeah, I wouldn't let anybody post up. So that would mean he'd have to get out. Um, right. And, and so now what, what you have a, I don't even know, that would be a two, two, one, two, but like, I don't know, it would be rant, it'd be weird, it wouldn't work. So, no. Amoeba, I like to see that. Um, so, uh, let's see here. Does Baines get more minutes in game five? I like what he's been doing. Yeah, I, really, I mean, yeah. it's possible. I don't know if it's more possible. minutes, but he'll get his run, he'll get, they'll make sure they go to him and not certainly not forget him. Uh, yeah. Why does James Harden continue to disappear in the fourth quarters? I have no idea. I mean, I think, fatigue, I think right? a lot of people were like, no. yeah, I mean, he, he gets tired. But, uh, you know, a lot of players, if he plays a ton of minutes, you know, yeah. he played 43 minutes tonight. And let's not mistake it. The shots he takes in the second quarter are not so easy in the fourth quarter. Like, it's just That's more right. pressure. You're more tired. All those things. It's hard to do that. I think he had one of those step back, whatever. And, like, the ball, I don't know. Like, it literally was as an inch away from going in. It was so close. Uh, and that's that's also you know that little bit of extra tiredness you know can just be just enough to make it miss and so that's what we see um, you know so and, and, yeah and yeah so he had another poor shooting night tonight from three and so you know that's gonna at some point someone's gonna start picking up on this that he's not he's not been shooting well all these step backs they're contested and uh, you know the Warriors aren't hitting him he's right. not there he's not getting to the free throw line so. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, it's a weird game because right uh, in the in the free throw contest they got twenty seven free throws, way more than the Warriors. But like Harden got five. It was very well balanced. Ariza got four. Another reason why it didn't feel like there was a refereeing thing going because I think the argument would have been yeah if Harden got like fifteen free throw attempts and there's a big disparity. Now you're starting to wonder. Uh, and by the way, he had a, a gripe on some of those. He went to the basket strong and like there was contact they didn't call. Uh, I certainly think he was surprised he didn't get some of those calls. So. Um, who, and by the way, guess what happens? Now they're going to go back to Houston, and he will get more. So he'll get more than five free throws guaranteed in game five. Yeah. Well, what do you say? Another great show in the books? Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. We're, so, we're, we're, 
<laughs> pumping them out, man. Absolutely. And I hope you guys are enjoying this like daily uh, podcast stuff in the, in the morning if you're not listening to it here or enjoying our live shows because we're always glad to do it. We'll make sure we're open up to, to uh, YouTube uh, maybe for the finals. Uh, that'd be a nice little get another a whole another crowd in here. So either way, thanks for coming on the show, Dave, and breaking it down with me. And thank you guys from the Periscope for uh, contributing and participating and listening and watching. And we will be right back here, I guess, tomorrow after Game 5 uh, in Boston. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, thanks, guys, everybody. And don't forget, at B-Ball Breakdown, not a channel, we're a conversation. You win. You win, Dave? Yes, I am. Yes, I am.